listening to KSFS San Francisco at beccamedia.net slash KSFS Radio. KSFS is a service of the Broadcast and Electronic Communication Arts Department at San Francisco State University, some rights reserved under Creative Commons License. Hey y'all, welcome to Shut Up and Thrive. I'm Cherie. I'm Veronica. All right, um, welcome to our 421 show. We're a day off of the um, celebration <laughs> yesterday. Yes. I hope that went well for y'all. Thank you. Hope you were safe, obviously. Oh, for sure, for sure. I was really surprised actually because I don't normally live around here and yeah. I work at a little bookstore on Hate and they actually closed um, because I guess it's just so oh, wow. busy on Hate Street. They just did not even want to deal with everyone. I mean, that makes sense, but also, yeah, like, valid. you you know the city about to turn up. Uh-huh. You know the you city know. about to turn up. Everybody get up, literally. So did you do anything yesterday? Oh, man. Um, you know what I did? I took my butt to bed real early, so real. and I took a, a well-needed nap mm-hmm. um, that ended up going a little longer than I wanted, but... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was just like the energy this week was a lot for me, but I'm trying to like encompass this whole vibe of like it feels like summer. Yes. The bay feels nice and warm. Things are heating up. I get to wear my little tiny tops and feel cute. And yeah, I'm kind of just like channeling that, honestly. Yeah. What about you? To quote Ice Spice, yes. she a baddie, she knows she a 10. Yes. She a baddie with her baddie friend. Proverb. Thank That's you. That's how I felt yesterday. That's how I feel today because <laughs> the weather is so nice. Um. And speaking of summertime, all of our songs have some sort of summer thing going on. Either that's their general vibe or it's like literally about summer. So with that, I think we should get into our first song of the Let's day. Let's do it. Alrighty, our first song is going to be A Punk by Vampire Weekend. Stay tuned, you're listening to Shut Up and Thrive.
welcome back that was a punk by vampire weekend um so yeah how are you doing this week i'm all right um the solar eclipse was on wednesday correct yes, i sent it to you i think so it, was, it was an aries, aries. Yep, yep. shout out to y'all aries placements out there my venus anyways so i didn't think it was gonna affect me as much because it's obviously not in like my big three but Oh, I still felt it because I ended up having to get into a small little yelling match with other people, which was very interesting and yeah. not not really what I wanted to channel. But I was like, Diva, if no one else is going to step up for you, then you have to do it yourself. Hello. Um, but yeah, also, wait, was it? I think it was Tuesday. I'm laughing because that's how I cope with trauma. Um, <laughs> I, I have been going to a lot of cafes this week to like get my stuff done. Yeah. Um, and I was in my Uber and I see this older lady in her 60s and 70s get hit by a car uh, and uh, I oh lost my, my mind. Was she okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like turned away before I could like see the debacle happen, but I was, it was literally to my left. Oh, okay. Um, she ended up like getting up, like she like sat herself up, but you could definitely oh, okay. tell that she either broke her hips Mm-mm. or I don't know, both of her legs, but she was conscious. I didn't see any thing coming out of her. So oh she, she like, Anything yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it in a bad way, but that's the um, end of the show folks. See you too. <laughs> <laughs> see you next um, but yeah, so the entire rest of the car ride that I had with this Uber driver, we were just like talking. We were just like, how do we get over this? Like, yeah. how do you, how do you move on from this? Whatever. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a bit scary. Um, but also on Monday. You and getting like your Uber drivers, like, Dude! <laughs> <laughs> let me, oh my God, that, that should be like, if I were to do like a TikTok trend, it's like, I have to like bless myself to not get my Uber drivers information. Cause like they I'm just, you. dude, they're just so fun sometimes. And like, they're if so the like, vibes are right, they're so like fun and it's cool or whatever, but I'm lucky if I get their name. So I just <laughs> don't know how you ended up getting their Instagram and it gives you their name on the phone. Dude, but every so. time too. It's like almost every time, and really? I'm and I have to like usually decline now because like I'm trying to like get better at that. Yeah. But I I did not get this man's information. Just just put it out there. But he was very very nice and was like, please bring protection if you're walking by yourself. And I was like, oh thanks. Oh my God. Yeah, he was nice that, actually. Um, shout but... out to the lady in Oakland <laughs> <laughs> who Stop. told me that I should carry around gel pepper spray. I mean, she was right, but also. I, I didn't get her name. She just was kind of there, and she, she just said, started uh, warning me, and I was like, thank you. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> no, um, but in a really good set of news, yeah. I did something very fun and extravagant on Monday. What did you do? I got tooth gems, baby. What tooth gems did I, you get? I, I want to let everyone know in the studio, I did not remind Shuri. I did not tell her. I probably told her once. Yeah, and then I completely um, forgot it was happening until course, really right now. Of course, but perfect, the surprise. Everyone oh. can hear it. Um, Yeah, so I got both on my canines i feel amazing um i'm like super cool with um star the person that did them now made a new friend amazing so yeah i could not be happier with this weather and everything else has been happening except for the lady getting hit by a car anyways um, wow i wish her peace anyways shout out to her but how about you how are you doll hypothetical grandchildren um so (laughs) um i'm doing pretty good i would say both my pro is also my con this week. Um, okay. I am in a short story class, and my final is coming up 
And so for my final, we have to like write a story. And I am into super creepy thriller, paranormal type stuff. I mm-hmm. always write dark stories. And so the story that I'm coming up with is really dark, but I, I really, really like it and I love it. Um, but I guess like it's just really hard to write because I've never had a deadline before like this like a hard like you need to finish it deadline and so i'm gonna get it done don't get it twisted of course but yeah it's writing with a deadline is just so much more different it's made me be like so much more like efficient about what i'm putting on the page which has been weird but good so i would say the pro and con are the same and i'm going to a ball tomorrow ah! i am so excited i think it's it's in oakland I cannot, for the life of me, remember the venue, but Byrell the Great is going to be there. Um, He is, like, a really famous DJ in, like, the ballroom scene, so I'm super excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm, yeah, I'm going to oh, live. That's going to be everything. It's going to be my time. Ah! Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's get into the next couple of songs. All right, for sure. Um, So this next song is a favorite of mine. Um, Once again, I will not be taking criticism at this time. Um, for those of you who haven't heard of Flow, they're like a really cool British girl group. All of their songs give me like 2000s R&B. I just love it. So um, next up, going with the summer theme, this is called Summertime by Flow. Hey y'all, you're listening to Shut Up and Thrive. Next up is Coastin' by Victoria Monet.
Thank you. 
welcome back to Shut Up and Thrive. Um, so for today's, for my little segment today, um, I came up, I found this really interesting video from the School of Life. And so basically, if you don't know what the School of Life is, they are, it's like this brand, I guess. I could really only define it as a brand founded by the philosopher Alain de Botton and the writer Sophie Howarth. And basically, they do, they have books out, they write little articles online, there's like a podcast. I haven't listened to the podcast, I just go and watch the silly YouTube videos they make. Um, and they're about very unsilly subjects. Um, so they have ones about like trauma, um, relationships, um, like self-discovery, like a bunch of stuff like that. And I saw this video called Why You Need to Have a Proper Adolescence. And I thought it was super interesting because they framed adolescence not as like just a phase of your life, but as kind of like a general time in your life that doesn't necessarily have to occur mm -hmm. during adolescence. Um, so I thought that that was really interesting. Basically, they were talking about like the mental development that you go through. Um, and so I put out a poll on Instagram and the question for the poll was like, what were the most important lessons you learned as a teen? And it got um, quite a few votes, I think about 20, um, which was really nice. And basically, uh, the, there were two that tied. Mm -hmm. The two who tied for the most were lessons about yourself slash your identity and lessons about relationships. Um, the third, which had the least votes, was lessons that changed the way you look at life. Got it. Yeah. Um, and we also asked the same thing in the chat. So if you're on, feel free to get into the Jot chat and... We'll shout you out. We'll talk about what you put in there because I love to see it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm curious, like, what your answer to this was. Man, um, I I fear like I would initially say, like, friend and family relationships mm -hmm. and the difficulty in navigating that. But, OK, I'll go with that answer just because um, coming from me, I did the move from SoCal to NorCal. Yeah. And there was never a doubt in my mind that I felt like I needed to hold on to certain relationships. But however, in my big three and just like my astrological like placements, I hold relationships and friendships to the highest standard. Yeah. Like even more, well, more so prioritizing friendships o over relationships. And I would say that through like my big change of that time period of my life, I wasn't, surrounded by a lot of like-minded people that mm -hmm. were going through the same thing a lot of people that i knew were continuing to go to a school that was 30 minutes away which is yeah. fine but that wasn't my life path and i know that a lot of people try to deter me from that during that time mm -hmm. which opened up my eyes to the ways in which people respond to like big changes right yeah. um so yeah i would say that I think for me, um, uh, my adolescence was, I spent the, my childhood was split up between the places that I lived in, but I would say like the bulk of my adolescence was spent in America. Mm -hmm. And so I was spent in a majority white town, which, uh, as a black woman that has a lot of effects, yeah, effects is capitalized and has a trademark next to it. Yeah. Um, it, and that's you being nice. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I think that. Um, in the video, they kind of framed it basically saying how the whole point of adolescence is that you're learning to kind of, you take a look at all of the stuff you've been taught throughout your life in, adoles in, ad in like that kind of time, um, which doesn't necessarily have to start like when you 
turn 13 or 14, mm-hmm. um, you kind of get to compare your own experiences, which you now have enough of, um, to compare it to what you've been taught and what you've learned and kind of pick and choose which ones you want to apply. And this is what you've learned about everything. So not just in general, because obviously some of the things you learn like are correct. You know, your parents, for the most part, aren't going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. But you want to take the stuff about yourself and your identity and basically the way you move through the world and kind of pick and choose who you really want to be outside of the parameters set by your home and so um i think that for me that didn't really happen until maybe college and so it was like late high school into college that started to happen for me um and so yeah i think it's just i think it's a really interesting kind of concept in it they kind of framed like parents as being the main source of these like lessons on like how you should behave and how you should conduct yourself but i think that it's kind of everything when you're a teenager i don't know about you but my friend group had a huge influence on like how i thought i should oh a thousand percent yeah 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 and i would say like teachers your classroom environment so i don't think it's just home in the sense of like where you live but home and like where you grew up yeah yeah i also fear that (laughs) my my young like uh senior in high school brain um at the time had different i mean scary priorities at the time i would say they were pretty scary in terms of who i wanted to continue to associate with um who i saw as a value in my life and looking back on it now what three and a half four years later it's i can't believe it because half of those people no not even half more than half of those people i wouldn't call up for a cup of coffee now I wouldn't, no, not at all. And it wasn't a factor of me being bitter. It was a factor of outgrowing these people that continue to have certain patterns that moving away from my general, like, vicinity of, like, where I was living at the time um, didn't benefit me. Didn't benefit me, and the effort wasn't there. So I was just like, I I can't do this because I'm killing myself having to set you as a priority when you're not doing the same. And I would say that that type of lesson is being fully transformed in a new effect now that we're on the transition of graduating. Mm -hmm. And I fear that some patterns do repeat themselves. And uh, instead of of, like being afraid of it, I'm trying to lean into it and accepting that these changes are big, but I'm excited for them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. wow so for you it would say like that lesson being don't kind of like what did it say it was like don't walk a mile for someone who wouldn't jump a puddle for you walk a mile in these louboutins yes yeah something (laughs) like that it's the saying that goes like that i mean i'll just i'll just say it like that yeah because after the fact it's it's not a matter of like um a a crazy amount of effort right as Mm. you and i have both talked about on the show it's not a matter of the crazy amount of effort it's having um, a similar either work ethic or goal in mind that yeah. keeps you driven with, like, the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Oh, definitely. And if you're not doing that, then, mama, you're going to feel stagnant. Like, and, and you're going to feel stale. <laughs> and I hate to say the word stale, but you're going to feel stale, crusty, and, like, you're just not going to want to do anything that's going to benefit the rest of your life. And I hate yeah. to, like, sound, like, I don't know, like, all high and mighty because, diva, y'all don't know the half of it of the walking around these louboutins of course okay but. Iggy, thank you <laughs> i don't know 
uh i don't know so what would you yeah. say as like your catchphrase during that time of like, like a simplified what i learned the most yeah um i think just the general sense that if you don't decide who you want to be other people will decide for you that is like the biggest thing and i never had like i still talk to my friends from high school um shout out to them shout out to Lacey, who hey. was um in the chat a lot last episode um love you queen um but you know they never were the type to like peer pressure or like force me into anything but you know it you still listen to the things they say and the opinions you have and you try to form yourself based off of that of course and um it wasn't until like again maybe freshman sophomore year out here at SS State that I kind of took a step back and was like hey like what do I want even if my friends wouldn't approve of it even if my family would think it's a little weird what do I want Mm -hmm. and who do I want to be um and I think that I had realized that a lot of it was kind of filtering and doing what I thought other people would think it was cool for me to do Mm -hmm. um Mm. instead of doing what I really wanted yeah 100% I wanted to say one of the responses that we got from big pops that said one lesson i learned as a teen is that the world is really not fair but as long as you surround yourself with people that make you stayed center stayed center and accountable to yourself you will be able to navigate the world in which you live oh i could yeah. not agree with you more um it, it i don't want to come from it from like a cynical point of view but of course yeah. it makes sense as to why a lot of these like traumatic experiences jade the way that um we view certain relationships and i don't know just like approach certain people and other like opportunities but i completely agree with you when it comes to that oh he also added when you misstep make a mistake they are there to pick you up while holding you accountable and really open your mind regarding the world i love oh my that. god i, I love, that love that so much and i felt that really deeply i think um, one of the biggest lessons for me, like going from like being a little preteen into being a teen is like you find you have a lot of misconceptions about the world mm-hmm. that usually like for me in particular, they were informed by. Uh, well, I could say bullying. No, <laughs> we'll say it. By yeah, I was bullied. Um, Thank you. And also just like a lot of the negative messages that you receive when you're like literally a woman of color in a very white town. Um, mm-hmm. kind of that vibe where you say an answer to something and then everybody just kind of looks at you blankly and then a white guy says it and everyone's like oh my god yeah I didn't mm-hmm. think of it that way it's like makes you feel a little crazy um, and I think um, part of that came into making mistakes because they won't hear when you get it right but they will hear when you get it wrong god. and you will be reminded heavily that, that you got it wrong um, and so I think for me it's been like realizing that mistakes are like inevitable and a human thing Um, I think that like one thing the video also mentioned um, was that and this is going to relate to what you wanted to talk about, too, which is Mm -hmm. coming up later on feeling stuck, um, that you kind of invent these laws for yourself that are typically misguided and based in moments like that. They could be Mm -hmm. traumatic or they could just have sucked. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I think a part of adolescence, whether that happened for you as a teen or it's happening for you as more of an adult is like kind of breaking down those kind of laws you've made for yourself and allowing yourself to be uncomfortable especially when you know the discomfort is going to come out to your benefit um so yeah i thought it was a big thing um teach it to me in the chat said likely the biggest lesson from my teens was that i should keep going even though i've made a mistake or misjudgment take opportunities and not put 
and not put opportunities off because they might not come again. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, also, Big Pops added, I even to this day am learning more and more in my life, which when I was younger, I would have not welcomed. Both. I heavily agree with. Um, to respond to teach it to me, the the use of taking advantage of these opportunities is mm-hmm. always going to be a big um, step, whether or not you decide you like it or guess what? Or if you literally don't. And... I hate to make it like a, oh, you don't knock it till you try it. But it's, it kind of is one <laughs> of those things. You kind of don't. Yeah, yeah, it's true, though. It kind of is one of those things. Um, but, yeah, I, oof. Oh, man, this is this is setting up perfectly for the next segment. It really is. Okay, so coming up, um, we're going to talk. Um, it's also another School of Life video um, about feeling kind of, like, stuck and stuff, feeling stagnant. Um, I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, when you texted me about this, I was like, oh, okay, girl. Yeah, I needed it. Yeah, okay. So, um, in the meantime, we've got a bop for you. Yes. Um, this is a classic. Once again, I will not be taking criticism at this time. Thank you. <laughs> this is Hot Girl Summer by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign. Thank you. 
y'all welcome back to shut up and thrive our next topic is going to be on feeling stuck so for my school of life video mine was literally just titled um on feeling stuck and i put up on my public instagram it's not it's not public actually it's private thank you um on my private instagram the question what situations in your life do you find the hardest to navigate and the three options were one your family friend relationships two dissatisfaction with job slash occupation and three next chapter of your life parentheses graduating slash next steps and to my surprise um next chapter of your life one with the whopping 71 percent wow and i know and the second runner-up would be it's not even a runner-up it's literally 18 percent um would be your family and friend relationships and then third dissatisfaction with job occupation um yeah i wanted to first recite one of the quotes that i got from the video which said quote we are stuck because we are being overly loyal to the idea of something being impossible generated in the distant past impossible because it was threatened by someone who we cared for or who we depended on mm-hmm. and oh man yeah <laughs> like when i first saw that clip i literally was like okay we're really okay we're gonna do this um as sheree prefaced uh, the video talks about these certain laws, right, mm-hmm. in which um, the these are kind of, I wouldn't say they're, they're mantras, right, because it, it's not something that you would want to continue. Not necessarily a mantra, but like a very limiting belief that exactly. you've allowed yourself to kind of mistake as objective reality. Exactly. Um, and they kind of use this as their, their driving force to continue to put yourself in these positions where you literally are, are stuck between two yeah. ties, which is one, the expectation of others versus the expectation that you want for yourself. And I wanted to pose that to you really quickly and ask your answer to the question. Uh, the initial one that I put out, yeah. which was what situations in your life oh, that's do you right, find yourself? Right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, girl, what question? <laughs> You're you like, wait, what? I was like, what? Um, I would say definitely the like next phase of your life and next steps because mm-hmm. I think the desire not to um, mess it up um, is a very like universal kind of thing mm-hmm. and I think that there's a lot of different ways that people go ab- go about it there's kind of this mentality that you have to live life the right way that's how you don't mess it up other people are like you got to do what you want all the time and then doing something that you don't really want to do. That's how you mess it up. So on and so forth. And I think that you'll get a different answer from like literally every person on earth. Um, I think that for me, the reason why that's been the hardest is because a, I don't want to mess it up and B I want to, I don't like the feeling, but I do really anticipate what might go wrong. Of course, of course. And so it's like as excited as I am to graduate, like I might um, even I'm already planning my little grad party. Like I'm super excited for that. It still is like after this, I'm going to need a job. I'm going to need to find a place to live. Um, I'm going to need a place to get settled. I really want to establish myself. And I'm fortunate that I kind of know what I want to do, mm-hmm. but I'm unfortunate that what I want to do is be a writer. And unless you're a rich white person, being a writer does not pay the bills. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of it's i think it's kind of a balancing act i guess trying to balance 
what I'm excited with, with mm-hmm. reality and trying not to lose all of that in my, I guess, anticipatory dread <laughs> for how hard it's going to be, I guess. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, for my question, I mean, well, for my answer, I would have to say it's also the next chapter mm-hmm. um, for similar reasons, but also just like the I've I've come to really love like the area that I live in not 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 specifically the the place but like just what I'm surrounded with Mm -hmm. and I can't help but think that like if I were to go back home that would be a completely different scenario and it would just be like COVID all over again where I'm having to like you know what I mean manage that whole situation which it, it has nothing to do with other people it's genuinely having to do with like my comfortability and what I've gotten used to right um but I would say that the most uncomfortable portion of it does have to deal with me catching myself in these like childhood scenarios of questioning wait why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. and is this literally just a trauma response or is it something that I know that I can't control but yet I'm still trying to control it I think that was like something the video had mentioned also where it was like this might upset you in the moment and it might be a completely isolated situation Mm -hmm. but you're not taking the time to stop and think about how this might link back to the time that your parents yelled at you or some kid laughed at you or something happened like 30 years ago um so i think that it like it's you know i keep going back to the visual of like a balancing act i guess i definitely agree like sometimes i'll have like really adverse reactions to stuff Mm -hmm. um like I remember my coworker kind of chewed me out the other day. Yeah. And I remember having a really visceral reaction to it. Like I was about to cry. Yeah. And, you know, objectively what she said was mean, but it wasn't that mean. She's not like you suck and I hate you and I'm going to curse your bloodline or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But it still felt that way. And I had to kind of like sit with it and try to link it back instead of like reacting the same way. And I think that it made me really uncomfortable to kind of move on as quickly as i did from it of course but i think a part of that discomfort is that it's not the reaction you're familiar with because when you do kind of because i think part of being stuck is being you're in a state of like constant indecision Mm -hmm. you want to do something but you're you feel like you're better off like doing nothing but you Mm -hmm. know that if you do nothing you're still gonna regret it Mm -hmm. and so it's like you kind of go back and forth and like i think that Sometimes the answer to that is to allow yourself the discomfort of taking a different type of action than what you would normally do. I would agree. I think that's what helped. That's helped me. Um, I also hated that the video called me out for it. It was literally talking about, oh, if you're in a relationship and you're like in between and like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, y'all, please. But I'm just like, no, but it like it needed to be said. Yeah. So it's like coming from like the after effect of like a breakup, too. I'm like, oh, wow. Like this is this is something that is usually suppressed Mm -hmm. in a lot of um heterosexual relationships and and just relationships in general but speaking from my experience like i would obviously have to say that from the perspective of the straights thank you so sorry so (laughs) sorry honestly that sounds so awful (laughs) but like like but it's literally it's something that is usually deemed as like being too like floofy or whatever right it's it's something that's put off to the back burner until like you have your kids situation if you do decide to have kids yeah and then it's like oh shoot we're stuck with each other 
oh, I realize that I know nothing about you. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, because doll, you devoted your life to an entirely different path. Um, but I wanted to talk about the people that are in the chat right now. Yes. Um, bon Bon said, I can find myself feeling stuck most often when I'm trying to determine if I'm making decisions for myself or if I'm making them for other people. Yup. 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 I feel that. Oh, man. Oof. Um, Big Pop said, the situations would be where I want to please everyone and disappoint no one. That's based on my Aquarius. You better work. Okay. Um... He also said, my next chapter is easier because I can live my life my own way after retiring from my job that I've worked over 30 years. Congratulations. Oh, congrats. Um, oh, and he also said, Sheree, chase your dream. Use the job to support your end game goal of writing. Yes, thank you. Oh, That's what I plan I to do. I love it. Um, I love that you also made mention of possible great experiences and memories. Um if you like don't put off like these like procrastination like spurts and stuff mm-hmm. i really like that um but yeah i i see a similar vibe with bon bon and big pops yeah the vibe of wanting to please other people yeah again also a natural input impulse we don't want to mess things up in life and mm-hmm. we don't want to upset the people we care about um which i think is a super interesting thing i think there's a level of like because i do this too we all do this and i'm not claiming to be like super amazing guru who has all the answers no thank you <laughs> Um, but for me, my personal answer to that has been like trying to, and sometimes I still can't really make the difference, but Mm -hmm. when I really want to like, if I want to do it in a, in a kind of like a more efficient way for me, it helps to sit back and kind of think like, if the people that I care about were to react negatively to this, Mm -hmm. would their reaction be based on what I know about them? Or would it actually be based on something upsetting that this decision would cause for them mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah um if it's like actually my actions or i know that they are not a big fan of x thing and so that's why that might be like a bad reaction from them and stuff like that of course um and so it it makes it weirder when you don't know enough to gauge how they'll react um which is usually the case um but yeah since we're running out of time sadly and sure yeah. and i could literally talk for four hours i wanted to leave us off on this last quote that i saw from the video that i wanted to read it said the way forward is first and foremost hence to realize that there might be a law in operation when we get stuck that we aren't merely being cowardly or slow in not progressing and that we feel trapped because we are and our faulty minds back in a cage formed in childhood which we have to be able to see think about and then patiently dismantle this all takes time of course yeah and the more patient you are with yourself and recognizing these patterns the less I, I would say the less the repercussions are of you bouncing back from these said scenarios exactly so please be careful with yourself um but yeah i think yeah. we should get into our next song of we course. could literally talk about this forever thank we you we literally could um and if you are feeling stuck please for always remember that you're not alone yes um there is someone out there who has been through what you've been through it's just a matter of having to find them and so yeah um with that we're gonna get into our next bop this is nasty by ariana grande
welcome back so veronica what's going on this week nsf so i'm gonna make this quick because we're just gabber gabbering this whole time (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i'm very excited about this segment i found some very fun things that are happening specifically two things tonight one being in berkeley they are hosting a free rave for students emulating that um kitronada boiler room feel at drop 24 excuse me drop 84 from 8 to 11 p.m and more information and rsvp links will be posted on their instagram which is at asuc superb b and also tonight at crybaby oakland on instagram is hosting a renaissance themed dj night with sets from dj shellhart and dj keezy from 9 to 2 a.m and the address and their links are are on eventbrite which will be posted on their instagram um crybaby is such a cute bar too. right thank you um two events on saturday the first being the last free print pop-up in sf um at sf parks will be happening at the conservatory of flowers and its times and more details can be found on at do the bay on instagram and at moody goose vintage on tiktok is hosting their annual polk street block party from 1 to 6 p.m which includes live music free seltzers and lots of vintage items and the address and further details can be found on their tiktok and coming up um this wednesday my friend just jennifer is hosting her y2k slash 2000s drag show at the top yep at the taupe lounge and doors open at eight and the show starts at nine there is a five dollar cover and it's a 21 plus event but please support your local drag artists please when is that um this wednesday doll oh yes so let us know maybe i can go and i'll like skip out on stuff um but yeah more information can be found on eventbrite and also her instagram which is at just jennifer underscore now Alrighty, next up is Kissing Strangers by DNCE and Nicki Minaj. Thank you.
to shut up and thrive thank you so much to everybody who listened today everybody who typed in the chat um yeah yeah thank you so much we really appreciate the engagement um i know that these types of topics are heavy very heavy and also just like uncomfortable to talk about so i appreciate for everyone just like participating and stuff but yeah yeah um and so with that being said if you want to keep up with our show that's going to be on instagram at shutupandthrive.ksff my instagram is at not sheree and my instagram is veronica v-e-r-o-n-i-k-a-a feral f-e-r-r-e-l thank you all right y'all have a good one (laughs) thank you oh my god also go outside it is a beautiful weekend oh my god please it's gonna be so hot and beautiful like please go touch some grass honestly exactly (laughs) all right y'all bye thank you